So I was finally officially allowed to change my name to the name that I want to use, which is Jackie, because now I'm actually able to use that name because it's a great name. Uh, It's one of my favorite names. It it has much more significance to me than uh, Annabelle, because Annabelle has nothing to do with my family. I don't have any family members named Annabelle. Uh, My birth name was uh, after my grandfather. And this is my grandmother's name. I could have also gone with Dorothy. Meta's I don't want to go with Dot. And I also (laughs) want it to be a French name. Sweet. I go really hardcore when picking names, even for online stuff. Like, Abrogated Birthright was a reference to to the concept within anti-trans circles of male socialization. And also a reference to the concept of giving up of giving up male privilege which i never had i had fake male privilege and then yeah i have have trans women privilege which basically the only thing about that is i get representation in media yeah that's that's basically it (laughs) that's the only that's the only form of advantage that we have over any other group of trans people as we get represented in... Hello and welcome to the Damn I Forgot the Good Podcast. Build this podcast with our own It's been a while, has it not? This is Cosmo, and I would like to welcome you back to our personal sea world where any topic is open to discussion. Trigger warnings for this episode include sexual abuse, rape, homophobia, transphobia, and violence towards people of the LGBT community. Please be a responsible listener. On that note, I would like to welcome you to join us for episode 9 LGBT, porn, and prison. decided that it's a good idea to uh, start actually going by my uh, full name rather than by my nickname, you know, my middle name. My name is Jacqueline, uh, commonly referred to as Jackie, and Anne uh, is actually my middle name. So. Well, there it is. (laughs) Yep. So, (laughs) so what are we going to be talking about First, we discussed housing and employment and healthcare last time, and we also wrapped up some more about Dallas Buyers Club. Because we're never done with the the rage, never ends. <laughs> we talked about Harry Potter. <laughs> we talked about. Uh, we even mentioned chasers and what chasers were. Chasers. Oh. <laughs> we also don't f- chasers actually. Do not uh, f- chasers. Don't do it. Uh, we also talked about discrimination against asexuals. Oh, and aromantics, and 
how they're excluded from LGBT often. One of the interesting things that we have to look at when we're talking about uh, asexual people is that it's pretty difficult to figure out that you're ace or arrow. Well, because for other people who have, like, for allosexual people, they have, like, this realization at some point. Oh, that person looks sexy. I want to I want to bang that person or I want to date that person whereas for for ace people there's no realization like that because you just it's the absence of romantic attraction or sexual attraction. You just you see everybody else around you looking at people like that and you're like I've never <laughs> I've like I've never looked at anybody that way and one of the issues with that is sometimes you try to pretend that you've felt that way oh, about no. people and you try to go along through your life like that because that is what you've been raised to believe you're supposed to do and that can lead to some issues because uh, yeah hmm that's not fun. Oh, and one of the other issues with that is that's kind of that's kind of tied into this uh, sort of being raised in this very heteronormative society where, number one, you're raised to be allosexual. You're raised to have sexual attraction and romantic attraction. But number two, you're not just raised to have, like, any kind of sexual attraction. You're raised specifically to have heterosexual attraction mm-hmm. and, and still feel shame about it yeah and so <laughs> no matter you, what <laughs> you feel so you feel shame about it. like you you have these issues with finding out who you are because you're taught oh this is the way that everybody is nobody's any different from this you can't be any different from it and if you are there's something wrong with you so you try to like kind of pretend for a while no i'm i'm straight i'm yeah that's me and then you figure out nope not quite how it works you can't you can't go through your life pretending you're straight that's just a recipe for disaster well, if i can just keep this up for the rest of my life then no one will suspect a thing <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and uh, and then get 10 years into an into a happy marriage with two kids and then oh, you think no. oh wait a minute oh son of a bitch <laughs> but uh, yeah, that sounds- particular problem, the one with being raised in a very heterosexual society, is something that you see with uh, young lesbian girls a lot. Is they tend to identify as either uh, hetero or bi for a very long time before they figure out that they're actually gay. I think we discussed this earlier in yeah. reference to a compulsory uh, attraction to men. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We did? Yeah, it was one of the earlier things. I think it was like oh. the first episode we were talking about. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we c- were. Compulsory heterosexuality in reference to young young lesbians oh, identifying yeah, first yeah. as bisexual and then later as lesbians. And you would think I'd know it. I've heard it like four times. But, uh, <laughs> well, uh, so back on topic. So what do we have now? We had to talk planned. About? Okay, we had just like the lighting's gone. Uh, <laughs> we planned to talk more about healthcare, talk more about a culture built around. Heteronormativity. Yeah, it's heteronormativity. And, uh... Man, my hand running so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
fetishism in the porn in- industry. Oh. <laughs> it's gonna be a passionate topic. I can yeah, tell. that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. Uh, police cause... brutalization. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And what? then oh, I, I had a few, things, but they're not I listed. Saw once upon a time, it was like Seattle, Seattle PD. Uh, it, it was a it, was it uh, Seattle PD beat up my transgender ass and all I got was this f- sticker. <laughs> Wait, what the heck? <laughs> I saw that at a rally. What the heck? Okay, so what do you want to start off with, Klaus? I think we should let Let's you choose. Let's start off with police brutality. Okay, okay. I guess. I guess Let's yeah, start I guess. off with the, the sad topic. So one of the major issues that we have, you know, being trans or really kind of being any minority is that you do have to be wary around uh, people who are in authority because people who are in authority uh, can abuse their powers because of their own personal uh, stigmas against certain people groups. We are going to preface this by saying, obviously not every police officer is bad. Obviously most police officers are good However, there are bad ones, and that does cause us a great bit of worry because we don't know if the police officer that we're interacting with is going to be good or bad. Disclaimer done. All right, let's kill, let's 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 throw some shade. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so long as we're talking police and uh, basically law enforcement. First of all, how we deal with transgender people and, of course, also gay people when we're uh, putting them into things like holding cells or into jails or prisons. Uh, there's a whole series of just bullshit things that happen. <laughs> yeah. And that's basically the description. There's a bunch of bullshit things that happen. And uh, this is obviously mostly a transgender issue because gay things happening in prison is not something we're entirely unfamiliar with most of the time. It's not exactly oh. the kind of gay things we are normal with, we're normally associating with. Of course, say, saying that prison rape is a thing that happens, which of course it does, I uh, can't believe I didn't preface this by saying there's going to be warning for rape, but like, you know, whatever. Oh, there, um, we've, we're going to have that on the first episode. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You Kyle. realize this. We have a huge yeah. trigger warning. It's, it's actually on gonna, the first episode and it's going to be pages warning. long. Gosh. Yeah. It's actually going to be in the, in the show notes. Too. Right. It's so, different for each episode too. So right. yeah. Remember what I was saying. So there is a huge prison uh, discrepancy between what we're talking about when we're talking about Gay people in prison, and we're talking about people who, uh, oh God, I don't want to say that this is heterosexual, hetero, hetero, homo, homosexual rape, but it kind of is, but it's not. Men people being who ra- use, it, mm. generally, they, generally, though, it's used f- as a sort of uh, power play, yes, almost. Yes, it's, it's not. It's not gay, it's... <laughs> it's domination. It's, yeah, it's, it's what it's what a teen boy means when he says, "I totally raped you in that video game where he kicked his male friends out." Being gay in prison, being actually gay, is something that makes you a target. Committing gay acts is not necessarily that thing, though. So, <sighs> homosexuality in a prison situation, especially among men, is a very touchy thing. Uh, and it's also it's basically okay. Can dumb. we use a different word there? What do you? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> At oh, self, no. why did you do that? <laughs> Is an issue where we should tread lightly. Yes. How? No. <laughs> 
God damn it. How is tread lightly? <laughs> Lighten the loafers. Oh, there damn you, it. There you go. Son of a bitch. <laughs> well, we both do that, um, so. <laughs> Let's talk about literally We should be Let's careful. We should be careful about how we approach that subject. Yeah. Okay, uh, so let's move on from talking about homosexual acts in prison hmm. to talking about the stuff that trans people go through in the prison system. Or before they even get there. Mm. Yeah. Well, One of the, mm. sorry, if I can just preface okay, this. One of the things that uh, trans people have to worry about, even just walking around, is that police officers will uh, stop them, particularly trans women, and assume that they are sex workers. That's definitely a thing that happens, and it's really annoying. And, of course, when as soon as someone is assumed to be a sex worker, if that person is arrested under the guise of being a sex wor- worker or is then I don't know, brutalized in that situation, then that almost t- always results in media coverage or uh, any other kind of official report that misgenders that person. Yay. Always wonderful. And in the event that this person is arrested, this person is often also arrested as a man in this case. So, because it's, oh, well, you're just, you're just in drag and you're a prostitute. That's just how things are happening, I guess. Yeah, which is, which is not to say that the places where this sort of stigma against trans women uh, comes from, but the issue is it's definitely not good for uh, trans women who are just walking home to be mistaken for sex workers by police because generally that form of sex work that is done on the street is considered to be illegal. These trans women are not doing anything illegal. They are walking home. Okay, anyway. So... Yeah, trans women can be arrested, and if they're involved in a, in any situation where there's illegal activity, even if they're being assaulted, which, by the way, trans women tend, and even even trans men, uh, have a much higher rate of assault than pretty much any other people group compared to their population. Well, both of the both of the uh, statuses involved with being trans, both as a man and as and as and as a woman, incite male violence. Yeah. And for trans women, this means that people are like, hey, I'm attracted to that lady. Oh, that lady's actually a man. Now I'm ticked off. I feel like I've been emasculated because I'm attracted to a man. So I'm going to beat you up. And then when it comes to trans men, these are sometimes people who are perceived as being women who who are then like, like no, I'm not. I'm, I'm a man. And I'm also, by the way, not remotely interested in you because you're a jerk. And this is also something that happens to lesbians when you when someone is in a position oh. to be say to be denying the attraction of a man that person is now also inciting violence mm-hmm. and that's not a good position to be away to be mm. in and one of the one of the issues with that is then if you try to get the police involved as a trans person you can have issues with the police where they just don't help you that's happened in the past. Like, they just either don't respond to the call or... Anyway, so bad things happen to trans people in the legal system even before person has already been arrested. Let's move on to the shitty stuff that happens there. 
Holding jail and prison. Yay! Wait, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, I'm <only> clapping. <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> unless we're clapping for someone. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, trans women do tend to have a fairly high rate of incarceration among their the people group that they're a part of. Hmm. So, that's bad. I am suddenly remembering an episode of Criminal Minds. I think that was in Mexico. If I'm getting this... If I'm remembering this correctly, like, oh God, it was requested that the precinct bring in a bunch of, like, anyone that they could remember being arrested for sex crimes. And, of course, what they meant was anyone who's been convicted of a violent sexual assault. And what they got was a bunch of sex workers there who were just very confused as to why they were there and also terrified that they were going to be put into the Mexican prison system. So, yeah, that's nice. <sighs> Anyway, let's let's uh, get back on topic. No, I refuse to get on topic. I must talk about criminal minds. <laughs> we are going to get sued. <laughs> nah, we won't. That's nah, fine. They don't anyway. give a about us. They don't. We we don't have a big enough audience. <laughs> hmm. Got like what three people in a shoelace? I think as soon as we're talking, if we're talking about something in a comparative manner, I'm fairly certain that falls. They can only sue us for libel, but I, guess I mean, what, but what you're saying is true, so they can't really, you know. God. Uh, so, is there any topic that we can quickly cover? <laughs> we left off. Where did we leave off at? Uh, so, how how they're dealt with uh, in jail, and when they're being booked. So, yeah. So technically, it's illegal for any police officer to refer to you with pronouns or a name that you do not identify with. Even if it's on your legal identification, like you, you say you're a woman, you have to be put into a holding cell of women. You say you're a man, you have to be put into a holding cell of men. I have no idea how it works for non-binary people. I assume we're just f so uh, like no, yeah, we're non-binary hopefully... people can go free. That's <laughs> we can't be arrested. You can't be arrested because we don't have a holding cell for you. <laughs> I, I, I would have to guess we have a special holding people. cell in the teachers' lounge. <laughs> <laughs> If that, I had to guess, into... we'd be all be put with probably with women. Just if I was someone who was making the decision of whether or not to book a non-binary person of any sexual assignment, I would probably just put them with the women because putting any kind of gender variant person with a group of, of cis men <laughs> who have been recently arrested is a really bad idea. Yeah, the worst that could happen probably is like yelling or you know demeaning things. When put into the women's holding cell, but well, you probably get beat the, up. Like, yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's still high chances of that happening. Well, you're put into the well when you're in it. When you're in a jail, like a county style jail, mm. like not a, not a prison, mm. but like a jail, and you're you're in there and you've just been booked. You're not really in this situation where you're going to end up being beaten up unless you have other people inside your cell. Like you don't really have a jail yard. Mm. Which is something that you have in a prison, which you do have to look for. Also, going off of that, like the non-binary people being booked in jail, what prison do they go to? That is another really good question. And um, we don't know the answer, do we? I don't think we do. At this point, anything we say is postulation because I mean, like, I, I theoretically, I for science could go get arrested, but I don't want to do that. So <laughs> let's. <laughs> 
Okay. I'm find some like Klaus, probably some like uh, D-map non-binary need... person to get arrested with me to see what happens to us. You, you need you need to go kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go kill a man. I'm gonna. I, I was looking guy. on Google and it, uh, at the very least on the first page, I can't find anything first on page. non-binary people being arrested. Have you checked the non-binary Wikipedia? Uh, no, not yet. It's exactly like normal Wikipedia, except it's for non-binary people. It's our version of Black Twitter. <laughs> uh, I'm tired. Anyway, so, yeah, that's one of the issues with uh, jail. One of the issues with booking is that more often than not, the people who are booked into jail are booked in by their birth names and their... Um, genders that they were designated with at birth, and basically no f***s are given well, that they're trans. It's illegal for that to actually happen. Yep, it is. Which which is interesting because when something like that happens, and if this if someone's rights to be were to be violated in this sense, uh, how is this person going to be able to like stand up for themselves? We're going to be able to hire a lawyer who's going to be able to say, well, when my client was booked, you didn't listen to the fact that she was a girl. So, like, just saying here, you done f***ed up already. And yeah. this is something that really requires a lot more research. It really is, because, you know, none of us have been arrested. You know, we can, like you said, we can fix that. For $500, yeah. I will go get arrested for science. <laughs> Let's skip jail until part. we've done more. Uh, we, yeah, we need to be Do you want to mention anything about the military? Um, yes, I'm ticked off that I can't join the Air Force. That's that's my basically the extent of my oh. being angry about the military. I'm like, God, <laughs> literally, like, why? <laughs> so, but your why your eyes though? Hmm? Is that why? No, it's not because because uh, transgender people aren't allowed in military service unless, of course, your commanding officer is chill. Mm. If your commander, if your commanding officer has some chill, then like, yes. So, tra- transgender people are not allowed to participate in the Air Force. In any any kind of military service. Well, there was uh, there was that one trans lady who was a uh, she was a captain. Allow me to articulate this again. You you're you are not supposed to, but if your commanding officer has some chill, they just conveniently won't say anything. However, if you are already she was out. out. Yes, if you're already out, if you're already out, and you try to, you, and you try to apply for military service, you won't get you won't get accepted. If, unless I'm completely misremembering that, in, this, in, in which case, just ignore I everything I'm saying. I think that might have been changed. If, that with, would be very interesting. But if it's if it don't act, don't ask, don't tell, only applies to gay people. I know. I'm saying I think it might have been changed because I remember hearing on the trans subreddit about a couple of trans people who have been joining the military. We so, need to fact check this. We have yeah. found some articles that may help to clarify the status of transgender individuals in the military. Please refer to the notes of this episode for some links. Thank you. We're going to have to scrap all of this because we don't know God! <laughs> let's, uh, let's, this is uh, us we never pretending we know stuff. If we if we knew what we were going to be talking about ahead of time more accurately, we wouldn't have to do this We should... Have. That was a burn like aimed like- at me because that is my job. <laughs> And I have completely failed everyone every single time. The most <laughs> research we've ever done was when... We Sorry. did it on the spot. The most okay. Like the on most, our phones in the middle the of the most research that we've ever done was the one for the Chozo. <laughs> the couple of times where I've looked up stuff on the spot, 
And when Tracy did the research for that church, and we in, uh, <laughs> Egypt, and we cut that because <laughs> we didn't have enough oh, wait, information, wait, wait. and because everything was in Arabic. Wait, <laughs> you forgot one. Fetishism in the porn industry. <laughs> the porn industry. If you want to talk about that, then yeah, uh, go ahead. Yeah, that's kind of the point of the porn industry. No, you, the point is that you look at it and you want to f*** it, but you can't. That's the point. It's aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to go ahead and... I, 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 think, I think we can. I think we could uh, talk about that because one of the that's one of the pretty big issues in that industry is that as trans people, we are fetishized. We're like people look at us as more sexual and that's one of the things like if you're out in public you have you have this fear of like cis guys just hating trans women because you know like oh you're you're a, you're a woman but i i view i viewed you as a woman but now i view you as a man because of the the genitals you were born with and the issue with that is if you go online or pretty much anywhere, you find out, yes, that's a pretty major issue, but these same people are looking up trans porn with uh, uh, slurs that are in the name that I would prefer not to say. It's the... I'm sure we can use like, our imagination. I do not like the T word. I'm pretty sure it's obvious to, the, uh, to our listeners. Yeah. If, if not, I'm not, sure you can figure it out, you yeah. know? <laughs> I don't like that word. Only I, I'm only okay with it if it's being used to refer to car parts. <laughs> uh, even then, if you could please say transmission. It's, uh, <sighs> I don't think I've ever heard anyone call the transmission anything besides the transmission. And if so, what the fuck <laughs> is wrong with mechanics? Um, what, what drove you to do that? Every mechanic and everybody who loves cars, which is my dad's side of the family. I have to kink shame all the mechanics. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> anyway, so yeah, there's this there's this really big kink on the internet, and it's one of the biggest searched things is porn with transgender people in it, and it's not nice because you're you're sexualized, and that's something that you see as really any sort of queer person, other than generally ace people. <laughs> 
generally ace people aren't sexualized in that sense. Well, but if you, you see, if, I'm sure you'd figure out a way, you know, asexual person. Well, technically, this is not something. It's not you don't typically see the label asexual person tra- tries sex for the first time, discovers they like it, and is no longer asexual. But basically, that's a, that's also a thing. Oh yeah, that's the entire concept of virginity is terrible. Um, it's like, oh, a uh, young scared virgin is is intimidated yeah. by sex, but has sex and now loves it and is a total slut. That's that's an entire porn Ugh. subgenre. Yeah, that is. So uh, there uh, it is. Right. No one's safe. No one is safe. <laughs> Everything is awful. I'm moving to like I don't know the moon. No, oh, no, the because moon. then there'll be a whole subsection for that. Gaze <laughs> no. on the moon. That's the news. That's our new porn subsection. No, but seriously, we do we do have we do have an issue in the community where uh, generally straight people sexualize us. Biggest example of that is uh, lesbians. Yeah, are lesbians are the biggest excessively target of sexualized, particularly online, but you know, particularly in real life as well, by straight cis men and that is that is a pretty big issue because you know lesbians sexualities are not in any way directed toward straight men nor are they directed toward gay men nor are they directed toward straight women they are directed toward you guessed it other lesbians a radical concept indeed (laughs) (laughs) and you so you have that, and then you have the entire subsection of straight girls who fetishize gay people, gay men, through yaoi. Can we not talk about that, for the love of God? I, I, I feel, Ugh. like, I feel kind of nauseous, like, just thinking about it. Like, I'm used to the whole, like, straight men obsessed with lesbian women thing, but this, I was still, like, 14-year-old girls <laughs> are killing me. <laughs> I'm at the same Ugh. time, they're minors, but, like, like... Well, technically, the yaoi industry is an adult thing in Japan, but yeah, you know, I'm st- I'm honestly my mind is still stuck on gaze gaze on the moon being a porn subgenre. Like I've like I'm participating anyway, in this conversation. My okay. mind's like, so what if we, what if there were gaze on the moon? So can we can we get back on topic? <laughs> but like, there's no, nothing to do up here, but let's start up the porn industry. So, and this issue does <sighs> does extend to trans people, where you have people fetishize them. And one of the one of the scary things is, it's not just straight people who fetishize trans people. Nope. You also have gay people who are referred to as chasers, and I believe we've talked about this earlier. He did. But you have gay men who go after trans women, do not view them as women, really don't even view them as people, and basically treat them like <laughs> And then you have gay women who basically do the same thing for trans men although that's not talked about as often because we don't tend to talk about it (sighs) what will happen here like there'll be cis lesbians who will say like oh well i'm yes i'm a lesbian identify as gay and then they'll also date trans men but only trans men along with women and oh well it's it doesn't count yeah and that that's not so much a chaser thing as it is a well it doesn't count thing Mm. Which is very annoying. Um, Which is, it, yeah, it's not this concept of uh, of particularly chasing trans people, but it, it is completely invalidating trans people and saying, 
you're not actually your gender. You're not like you're not actually a girl or you're not actually a guy. And I'm going to completely view you and treat you as if you were uh, gender completely different from the one that you are. As if you were your oh, genitals. And that's, <laughs> that's also that's also thing. something that you find with um, with non-binary people is mm. they have that issue where when they're dating somebody, quite often those people will date them in a way to where they don't view the person as that gender. I'm not saying obviously that that happens all the time or that even happens very often, but I am saying that that is something that does happen. Well, absolutely. And, and it's really, it's really strange. Like, uh, um, I've had questions people ask me before, like, well, what, why do you like, why are you only really romantically ever interested in uh, other non-binary people and or other trans people? And the answer is because I'm really tired of cis bull getting in involved in my relationships because yeah. I don't want to have to play this game with someone as I'm deciding whether or not to date them of, do you actually see me as something other than a vagina? You know, because that's something I'm really interested in finding out here. It's on the top of my list of interesting things. It's like, yeah, okay, you don't support Donald Trump? Okay, great. Second question. Do you see me as a vagina? <laughs> no? Yes, maybe? Yeah. Okay, no, good. Okay, if we can they move see on from you, here. If they see you as... Uh, you really need somebody to see you for you, because that's the entire point of dating somebody, is to be able to have a connection with them. And if they take away that ability for you to have a connection with them because they don't see you as who you are you can't date them that's just it, it's not gonna work out in the long run because they're dick bags <laughs> I hope you are finding our relentless babble intriguing. If not, it's just as well. Because we enjoy ourselves anyway. Cosmo Kavanoff, Jackie Baudois, Kyle Mitchell, Tracy Medcalf, and our featured guest, Klaus McKendry, are still working hard to finish this series for you, and we are nearing its completion. Send your questions, comments, or contributions to geometricoctopus at gmail.com, as well as your own stories along the lines of this topic. Thanks for listening. We hope you return yet again to soak up some of the fun we are having. We will be back soon with more. <laughs>